Do you like your pancakes patted? Your biscuits buttered? Your cakes fluffy? Then you should get Mother Butters. I put that on everything. Pasta, veggies, rice, and everything nice. Mother Butters will get you right. Oh yeah, GMO free, and for those who are vegan, Mother Butters has a non-dairy option. That's right, there's enough Mother Butters for everyone to enjoy. Get Mother Butters from your local grocery store. Hey man! What you doing in my kitchen? Hey everybody, this is your man on the wall, Chris Fury. Thank you for tuning in. I hope everybody can hear me out there. I'm coming out of one class and getting into another show. That's what I do, baby. Um, but if you are watching us right now, I want you to I want to thank you for checking in with us. I want you to hit that notification on the YouTube channel. Fury's Reacts and Reviews is currently on there now. You can watch past episodes. And if you are listening to us on anywhere you listen to your podcast, well, like I said, you can listen to us anywhere you listen to podcasts, including the Opulence Radio app. Check that out. Uh, I'm, and she was on with What the Shit last night with us. And she's dope people. You want to hear some dope stuff, check out the Opulence Radio app. You can also check us out on iHeartRadio and anywhere else you listen to your podcast. But right now... I'm bringing on a gentleman who is making a difference in the world because this is what I like to bring to the table. I like to bring people, uh, uh, people of color, creatives who are trying to make a difference in the community. And this brother here is doing just that. And when I say it, I just don't mean it that way. He's also a teacher. So he's using the combination of blurredism Yes, that's a word now. I'm coining it and and being an educator and pushing it forward to the next generation. I'm going to bring in. I see gifted. What's going on? I see. Peace. Peace <laughs> what's happening? Can you hear hey, me? What's going on? Yes, yes, yes. What's going on? Hold on. Let's get you here. There we go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> You tell everybody what it is that you do. Let's talk about Kim Fest because I think this is a dope, dope situation you got going on. And I, I feel I believe you have a Kickstarter as well. So we'll we'll, we'll get all into that. So let's start about let's talk about you. Uh well, first of all, peace everybody. My name is uh, Nasi Gifted. I'm an educator, engineer, and writer of an Afrofuturism series called uh Peace Soldier. And I am the founder of a black comic and animation film festival called Kim Fest. And we are in our eighth year of the festival where we are looking to inspire uh, the next generation of creators and innovators. Uh, we use their passion for comics, animation, and gaming uh, to uh, push those uh, number of STEM careers uh, or STEAM careers that's out there and, and exposing our black and brown babies to that. So, you know, we just try to take their passion and, and move it into something that, that could be lucrative for them in the future. Right, right. This is what I love about your program is that it's a combination of two great worlds, really. Um, and that's, you know, comics and the art form of comics and being able to tell a story and then also stem and steam and being able to push forward that narrative of it's okay to be a black nerd it's oh yeah definitely. okay it, it's like and when when i say when we say blurred we don't just mean comics we mean comics we mean film we mean writing we mean television mm -hmm. we mean music we mean artistry we mean science there is such a broad spectrum that gets overlooked or is 
swept under the rug, I guess you could say. And mm-hmm. it's not it's not touted enough. So how did you come up with Kim Fest? Uh, well, it, it, it goes with the whole journey of coming up with my own Afrofuturism graphic novel series. So as I was traveling the country promoting, you know, how we can use this graphic media to teach STEM uh, to young people as well as adults, you know, by breaking down, you know, uh, complex uh, topics and making it into more uh, soluble solution for, for individuals. I noticed that um, I'm going all all these places across the you know across the U.S. I'm going to Ekbok, I'm going to Motor City Con, I'm going to Sankofa Con or uh, Onyx Con in Atlanta. You know, like I'm going to all of these different places, but I noticed my hometown of uh, North New Jersey didn't have anything like this, and um, our community didn't uh, wasn't even familiar with this type of um, you know this this blurb. Uh, like comic cons and stuff like that. So I wanted to be able to expose and educate the community all at the same time. And hence, uh, Kimfest came about. Right. Uh, here I got a couple flyers that you sent me. Uh, I know your I know your Kickstarter. Here's here's the your Kickstarter right now. You can check that out right now. Uh, and I love the tagline "Bringing Wakanda to Newark," uh, because where we are, so is yes. Wakanda. <laughs> yes, definitely, definitely, definitely. So I, I love, I love this this process. I love this idea. Uh, you also had, I think, is today, is it today? I think you had a a, a situ, uh, uh, thing going on today. Is this for today? Yes. The Kim. Okay. Yep. Yep. That's. I, I literally just came from there. <laughs> okay. So this is so for those who are watching. This was his Afrofuturism art and tech gallery, which number one. A beautiful combination of of many things that we as people of color can really get into. Mm -hmm. How was this? Uh, I mean, it it, it was actually phenomenal. Um, We just had an opportunity to showcase uh, Black excellence. And when we talk about Black excellence, we did it in the Afrofuturism space uh, where we we talk about, you know, what the future, future of fashion, future of art, future of uh, technology and a future of architecture. What does that look like? Um, mm-hmm. and, and now to be included in the equation, you know, where so many other medias have left us out, you know, we wanted to make sure that we are included and then showcase that, that excellence uh, with it. So we had about uh, 12 exhibitors, I mean, 12 exhibits uh, throughout the space. Uh, we have 12,000 square feet of, you know, this Afrofuturism experience. Um, where we are hitting those four elements of art, Afrofuturism art, uh, fashion, architecture, and technology. So, right. um, I mean, uh, the mayor came out. We did a ribbon cutting. You know, it, it was nice to be, be able to capture the moment and then just showcase that that black excellence, man. You know, the blur blurbism at its finest. That's what that's, I was that's saying. The, see, he's got it, everybody. He's he knows what it is. He got it. He got it. So. You became you're you you're an educator. You're a teacher. Yes, yes, I am. What what drove you to become a teacher, and not just a teacher, but what drew, what what made you what made you think how can I take the world of geek and me being a teacher? How can I make them mix and get a kid to really see it and understand it? So we talk about access. We talk about. Uh, you know, the power of words. So um, me being an educator, you know, uh, I'm no longer in the classroom. I'm actually a school administrator over high school, but I've actually uh, had the opportunity to be able to use this into a curriculum where, you know, we want to be able to uh, address a couple of things. We want to be able to address our low-level learners as well as our high-level learners um, and found that this was the perfect medium to be able to do it. Uh, you know, as adolescents, young people, learn uh, pictures with words, you know, that, that that's our main association with that. But we also wanted to diffuse and, and change the paradigm of how you view the word superhero, you know, um, being able to empower that word and, and actually change how people look at it. And it, it all kind of started with a conversation with my son when I took him to see Incredible Hawk 
when we talked about the word superhero, and he could name everyone from Batman, Superman, Spider-Man, and, and, and everyone in between. But the thing that, that, that really alarmed me was in our household and how he knows about his history and his background. You know, he knows about the three M's, Marcus, Martin, and Malcolm. And, uh, you know, we, we talk about genetics and he understands, you know, uh, his place in history. But when we said the word superhero or hero, you know, none of those images of those individuals appeared in his head. And that kind of set me off on this whole journey to uh, be able to, you know, initially I got upset and then I actually set forth on a journey to be able to do something about it. And then hence, uh, started developing a comic book series that, you know, was kind of like a, a, a spinoff from a clothing line that we used to do when I was in college. And then, uh, you know, it just kind of just kept building from there. So let's start. <clears throat> I, one, number one, I like how you mentioned uh, how you use the medium to teach even low level learners, because one thing that people don't understand, especially I have a friend who has three autistic children. Mm-hmm. And they learn visually. Yep. You know, they're they're all different, they're on a, they're all on different spectrums of autism. <clears throat> However, they are visual learners. And for the most part, a lot of us are. You know, you don't have yep. to necessarily be on the spectrum, but a lot of us are it, it, with anything, you know. So I like that you mentioned that uh it comes from or it helps you to from a low level. To a higher uh, functioning level learner, and it it, it bridges that gap, and I yep. like that. I like that. So yeah, I mean, yeah, it's all about entry points, and you know, um, I actually conduct some workshops where we use the comments to teach them. I just came from a um, education conference in uh, Grapevine, Texas, where I did a workshop on how Spider Man taught me my first physics lesson, and this is something I do with um, three to. Uh, uh, three to five, uh, middle school, high school, as well as adults. And because I'm using the medium, I'm using the graphic medium, you know, they all have access and they have familiarity and they may can also be able to engage in discussion because, you know, they have access to the learning, you know. So, you know, understanding the prior knowledge, they didn't have to actually understand it, but they could visualize it, you know, right in front of them and be able to, um, you know, engage in a discussion that's what's dope i like that so you mentioned you mentioned we're gonna we're gonna backtrack okay (laughs) just a little bit just a little bit um you mentioned spider-man taught you the first thing about physics right so yeah is that is that one i would ask you who was your favorite who were you most exposed to or who did you learn the most from Oh, as far, as far as comics or anything like yeah. that? Or yeah. Just in general. Oh, okay. So, I mean, growing up, reading comics and everything, I had uh, three titles that I read. Uh, one was Spider-Man, the other one was X-Men, and then uh, Black Panther. Those are the three titles that I engaged in. Uh, you know, I knew about the DC world. Been in my closet somewhere? They're like, cause <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's I like mean, my main about- three titles. <laughs> yeah, those, those are my three. Those are the ones I collected. Everyone else, I kind of, I might have read every once in a while, depending on the story, you know. But those are the three I collected. Um, and then from there, just kind of, just, just kind of stayed with that. Um, then of course I get into that was middle school. So then I get into high school. I pass it over to my my brother, and it was all about basketball and girls. So I put that to the side, but <laughs> still was passionate and interested in, with the genre. Um, but I, I moved more into the anime, animation side of it versus, you know, the comedy side. And then it wasn't until later on in life, after I had my own children, where I kind of jumped back um, into that passion. Um, because I'm actually an engineer by trade who transitioned into education. So, you know, uh, that discipline, you know, teach you about problem solving and, you know, being able to break things down into its smaller parts and then um, put things back together. So, um, me going into this journey of being a, gra- a graphic novel or comic book um, creator, uh, you know, was something, you know, uh, was some work for me. You know, mm-hmm. I, I didn't have the traditional path of the, uh, of the artist or the writer. You know, um, I had to take some courses. I had to do a lot of studying and everything else that came into it. And then I traveled to a number of conventions. 
to, you know, to, uh, to get to work on my craft. So let's talk about your graphic novel. What's the name yes. of it? Let's, let's talk about it. Let's talk. So let's tell the people about your graphic novel. How did it come about? Uh, so the graphic novel is called uh, PB Soldier. Um, it's set in the near future where we live in a world where everyone is considered a terrorist. PB Soldier, who is one of the world's top hackers, has just been labeled a top terror threat in this world. It has to go underground, work unofficially off of the books for the newly formed world government called the Establishment. Um, while he's getting trained as an assassin, he starts seeing visions of a life that's not of his own, which actually is his ancestors hacking into him while he's hacking into the world. Um, and that's kind of like where the story kind of uh, starts from, where he's trying to get an understanding of how his past connects to the present, paves a path for the future. I like that. <laughs> and, and, and because it speaks volumes when you say how your past connects to your present and your future. That's dope because yeah. that's something, especially in the black community, we are currently dealing with and always yeah, dealing with. Oh, yeah, always. Definitely, always. I mean, yeah, part, part of his whole journey is to get the understanding of how his um, his legacy, um, his, his, his family history or his family tree goes through these generational things, you know, time after time. And now he's going to actually have the opportunity to be able to, you know, break those, you know, break those traditions, break that that path that his family was on for generation after generation. That's such a, and see, this is why I do this show <laughs> because because <laughs> because the individuals like yourself who are out there who they they might be making some ground in some places, some more than others, but they don't get seen they're, they're not getting showcased or and i've been seeing you around for a minute you know on ig and i have been following your stuff for a minute so i know that the talent is there mm -hmm. i see this i see i see the gifts in a lot of our communities and they don't get brought to the forefront you know and and that's a lot of you know shout out to hellspawn cosplay and shout out to king kurt over head nerds in charge you know, in, in Montel over at uh Blur the Corn Speaks, because in Do You Speak Geek, uh these are shows and platforms that we are trying to open that door, open that pathway oh, yeah, to say, definitely. Hey, look, look, we here, we are here, you know, we exist, we we have something to offer. It, we're not begging for a seat at the table, because generally we're making our own table. You know, we're just saying, hey, I get that you might like this particular comic or this, but you might like this. Mm -hmm. You know, you exactly. might like you might like what Kim Fest is offering. You might and see concrete comics there and having having people that have uh, uh, what's the other book? Tuskegee Airs. You know, having mm -hmm. these types of stories being told from our perspective and saying, hey. Captain America's great. Spider-Man's awesome. But what about this book? What about PB Soldier? What about that? You know, I want to know more about mm -hmm. that, you know, and I think we're coming to a place now in our generation and in our time, especially with the way the world is, we're coming to a place where we're being recognized. And mm -hmm. in most cases, like with Black Sands Entertainment, Oh, yeah. We're coming. We're coming to a place where, <laughs> yes, yes, you know, uh, people like Jasmine Lafleur and Carlos Williams, who who run Black Fade, you know, mm -hmm. we have a story to tell, and that's what we want to do. And not many people either know how to get it out there, or if they do, they're getting swept under the rug. Mm -hmm. Or they just don't know the next step to take. So to have something like Kim Fest and like this art gallery, I wish I stayed in the area because I would, <laughs> oh, yeah, I would have yeah. loved to be at, a, at something like that. <laughs> I just, I would have loved it. I would have been taking video and everything. But to see that type of stuff and knowing that it exists, to see shows like Lovecraft Country, which unfortunately was canceled, mm -hmm. but to see those type of stories. 
and and us being the leads you know we're seeing things now we're starting to see and i think a lot of people are starting to notice that you know like you know what they're on to something you know it's not necessarily this side of the story anymore sometimes you need to tell this side of what's going on and see how they address it you know which is why i created blurred's eye view and to tell these types of stories so mm-hmm. this is what i i truly truly appreciate it so you have when is kim fest coming up your actual kim fest that is that's uh september 23rd through the 25th okay that's it yeah yeah here we go so if you're watching this and you stay in the area or you just want to travel to the area check this out this will be on the page i will be posting it up uh check out kim fest and give him a follow on ig um but this is your how many this is what year for you it's the eighth annual this is the eighth eighth the eighth annual so that means you're you're probably in your stride now (laughs) Uh, we're definitely we're definitely getting there we're definitely getting (laughs) i mean we we started off at the local high schools and just been expanding each and every year uh, since so what can people expect to see when they go to Kim Fest? Oh man, we have a, a, a ton of different elements. I mean, we have one of the only black animation film festivals, uh, Kim Animation Film Festival. That's one feature. Well, we're also going to have the Future is Black uh, Afrofuturism fashion show. Um, and then we're going to have a number of uh, comic animation and game design. You know, exhibitors and exhibits um, at Kimfest. Beyond the fact that we're going to have a whole steam lab where young people are going to have the opportunity to make slime, they're going to actually have the opportunity to see some 3D printing demonstrations, as well as uh, as well as a robotics demonstration. So those are like some of the very unique elements that that happens within Kimfest. And we have a video game lounge. We have a video game lounge where game creators can actually beta test their games, you know, um, at our festival. And young people, as well as that adults, get to be able to play it, man. Um, that is amazing. You know, like, just being able to showcase this stuff, and just, I get it, I get elated by um, just all of the creativity that's in the atmosphere, you know. Sometimes, right. you know, like, you, you get caught up, as an artist, sometimes you get caught up in your own projects and then to step out and see others in the world and be doing some great things and then be able to build the nexus where you get the now generation to meet that next generation of creators and inspire them, you know, that's that's what it's all about. Because there are a hundred plus jobs in an animation, as well as in the video game. And a number of those opportunities are STEM related um, and they some require a degree. Some of them are just um, technical. We just need a certain skill set. And those are the opportunities that we need our black and brown people to um, be able to know about as well as fulfill. I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm glad you mentioned that because that is something that I've always seen, even been privy to myself, is that you have the skill set, but you don't have the opportunity. Mm-hmm. And, and like you could have this kid, well, nor, who, nor do you do, nor do you know the opportunity is there. Exactly, because it's not being, it's not being, it's not being showcased in some kind of way. And that's what I love when I was reading about everything you were doing, and I'm like, yo, this is fly. And I've been hearing about it, but I just never attended. I stay in Ohio, so and so to know that you know when you just said you have people who can beta test their game. And people can play it. You you don't hear that a lot from any convention. And to know that the you might have a kid who is who who doesn't have the opportunity, who doesn't have the, the funding behind them to go to this prestigious MIT or whatever the case may be, but they can they can give you a new app, they can build you a new game they can write you and draw you a new graphic novel or comic but they don't have the outlet Mm -hmm. i've seen many many people 
coming up that were massively talented, but no way to put it out there. Mm-hmm. No, no, the artist is fantastic. People always going to this dude to make make shirts, you know, to draw on their shirts or something like that. But no, but nothing beyond that, because there's no, he, he doesn't. They say, oh, you need a graphic design degree, or you need this type of. Do you necessarily need a degree, or do you just need the opportunity? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's and that's that's the that was the block. That's the bridge that's needed. So, dude. Let's see, my God, thank you. Because <laughs> you're off, you're giving, you're doing more than just giving the offer. How many lives have you had students and and people who have graduated? Have you had students come back to you and say, Hey, thanks to you, thanks to the programs, thanks to the outlet and the exposure, you helped me out? Or have you had parents say, Hey, you helped my kid out? And it and it's beautiful. Um, that is the, I mean, it, it took, it took probably, I mean, I've been in education for 20 years now, so mm-hmm. it, it took probably about after my eighth year that I started getting young people coming back and telling me these, you know, these type of things and how, you know, uh, what, what they were exposed to, how it impacted them and then, you know, uh, getting a number of, uh, students to pursue engineering as a career path and, you know, all those things. And those things are the most fulfilling thank yous that you would ever get as an educator, you know. Right. Um, and and that is, uh, I mean, I'm 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 seeing more of it now, uh, but you know, of course, my early part of so for any early educators, you, you won't get a thank you, you won't get a pat on the back, you won't get any of that. Uh, but later on in life, keep pushing through, and you know, you know, eight to ten years later, those young people will come back and see how, you know, you impact. Um, you know, uh, as long as you're genuine, let me just say you're genuine. You know, you're not just doing it for the paycheck. You know, you out at you know uh, soon as the bell ring, or you out before the kids even leave out the building. You know those type of things. Uh, but if right. you're an impactful educator uh, who is looking to change lives, you, you will definitely get that thank you. You know, uh, later on, later on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and see, here's the other here's the other plus side to what you do. Before you became, you said you're an administrator now, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, but here's the other beautiful thing. You don't see a lot of black men in that position of being an educator. That that was another thing. Yes. You know, we, we see a lot of black women. We do support them. But you didn't see a lot of black men also in those same roles because you do have young black boys who might need that role model that they may not get outside of the classroom, you know, you look for that. You, you kind of look for that. And that's, I commend you. Uh, I got to pull it up. <laughs> I got to pull it up. I can, I commend you because I got. Oh. <laughs> it's something that's needed. We need that. We need a lot of that. All right. I didn't pay y'all that much. Just chill out. Just chill out. All right. There we go. Uh, <laughs> So, before we get more into your ChemFest program, STEM, mm-hmm. and just the, the Kickstarter, I got some blurred news. So, unless you were living under a rock, San Diego Comic-Con has come and gone. And let's just face it, Kevin Feige is he's the blueprint master, he's the chess master. He dropped the mic. He dropped the mic where DC fumbled the ball. I I, I that's the best I can say. Um they've had a lot of news to drop out of there, and probably one of their biggest pieces of news was the Black Panther Wakanda Forever trailer. Uh who's this comment? Hey, hey, hey. So, uh, I don't know if you've caught any of this news, let's see, but I'll be doing a breakdown on the YouTube channel later this weekend. It'll drop. But there were a lot of visuals that came out of this 
this this whole uh oh oh wait oh from saudi arabia oh oh saudi arabia we got saudi arabia in the house good lord oh, wow. thank you <laughs> welcome thank you thank you um so some of the news that's been dropping like some it's just it's been so much it's ridiculous but we get we now get captain america new world order order starring sam wilson now in the role as captain america uh there's gonna be haters we know that we know that i've read the series guess what people sam's always been capped he's been capped for several years now i'm not talking about the mcu i'm talking about the books he's been capped for quite a while and it's okay because he has his own shield cap is also still cap it doesn't matter um but they also dropped you know news on blade blade is going to be starting filming next year starts filming next year and that there's it's it's uh it's it's something amazing uh mahershala ali is playing blade of course uh Agatha Coven of Chaos, which will be on Disney Plus. As if you've mm. watched WandaVision, that's you know, we, you see where Agatha was left at on that show. Uh, it's gonna be fun watching that. Loki season two was currently filming. That was the, the one that blew the shark out the water. Guardians three, they had got a they uh they're actually done filming Guardians Three. They show the little teaser trailer at San Diego Comic-Con, which I intend on attending next year. <laughs> I have plans. I have major plans of getting in there uh, next year. Oh, no, you definitely got to get there. Yeah, yeah, I got it. I, I, that's something I'm trying to get into. Uh, I've always wanted to go to San Diego Comic-Con. It's been like it's on my bucket list next to Dragon Con, so, which I can't <laughs> seem to get. I don't know how I'm gonna pull off Dragon Con because Dragon Con happens the same weekend my anniversary is. So I'm just like, oh. yeah, <laughs> honey, let's go to Atlanta. Yeah, that's in Atlanta. I just need one day. <laughs> yeah, just go to Atlanta. Friday, you do it up. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Saturday. Hey, I gotta go see your cousin or something. I don't know. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, if you've been watching Hawkeye, you know that Echo, who first was appeared in, in Hawkeye, would now also have her own show. Uh, the way that show ended, I'm not surprised. Uh, there was a lot of news that he gave out, you know, and it's not just films, it's it's the television shows too, which is something they were concentrating on because right behind Echo. He said that Daredevil will be returning in a 18 episode series and it's called Daredevil Born Again. So, oh, wow. Yeah, they, they, he, a lot of fans knew that he was back. If you watch Spider Man No Way Home, he made his appearance in there. Uh, mm. Wilson Figgs, who's played by Vincent D'Onofrio, has shown up in Hawkeye. So it was like the writing was on the wall. If you chose to go any other direction, it would have probably probably been a revolt. That's just what it is. Um, Thunderbolts is going to end. Was it season or not season? Phase five. Thunderbolts. So if you're paying attention to any of the Disney Plus shows and some of, I'm trying to think if any of the movies have any of them in it. But Disney Plus has already introduced us to uh, U.S. Agent. Uh, obviously, we have Yelena taking over the reins as Black Widow. Uh, they are just announced today that Sadie Sink, who is from Stranger Things, has been tapped to pick a, pick a role, and they're probably saying Songbird, so she's also one of those roles as well. Hey, Groovy, what's going on? Uh, also, uh, the Contessa, who's played by Julia Louise Dreyfus will be manning this whole thing she's like the female nick fury only bad if that makes <laughs> any sense so uh he announced fantastic four uh that will be starting pretty soon he also said in phase six we get two avengers movies one is the avengers kang dynasty 
and the other one is Avengers Secret Wars. Mm. Yeah, it's a he 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 packed it in. Here's like the whole phase. Is that phase? Five? Yeah, that's phase five. Ant Man Quantumanium starts up Feb- February of next year. Then we get Secret Invasion in spring of next year. We get Guardians in May. We get Echo in Echo in the summer on Disney Plus. Loki season two is appearing in summer in summer of next year. The Marvels, which is the Captain Marvel sequel will be premiering uh next july blade will be in the fall ironheart which is riri williams who we already getting introduced to and black panther wakanda forever uh agatha covenant chaos will be november daredevil they didn't don't know that daredevil was spring of 2024 uh captain america new world order is may of 2024 and and it ends with thunderbolts that's phase five that's a lot to unpack. That was a lot to unpack. And then he turns around and says, and here's phase six. So <laughs> he literally went in and kind of dropped the ball, or not dropped the ball, he dropped the mic on whatever DC uh, premiered. Because DC, all they really had was a new Shazam, Fury of the Gods trailer, and a new Black Adam trailer. However, no Henry Cavill. Um, no Henry Cavill as Superman, which The Rock had said that, you know, he would love him to come back as Superman. But then at the convention, he said uh, he would love to, you know, fight Superman, whoever he's being played by. And that's when the crowd booed because they just knew Henry Cavill was in the building because Henry Cavill is a nerd. But he's actually he actually wasn't there. They, I don't know where he got the information from because he just he just he's actually trying to film Witcher, which he has to put on hiatus because he just tested for uh, COVID nineteen. So, oh, okay, yeah. So that's that's going to be on the wait on the wait list for right now. Um, but when I say the emotion that filled the room, because I've had a couple people that that I know personally that's gone. One of them is my co-host Tracy Carr. She's not here tonight. Uh, they said the emotion that filled the room was when they did the entire Black Panther Wakanda Forever cast. And they started mm-hmm. off with the musicians playing the music from the first film that we heard, the actual musicians coming through the crowd, playing the drums, singing the song, getting on stage. Ryan Coogler comes out. He introduces every last musician that was involved. Then he introduces the cast. They talk about they talked about Chadwick Boseman and what his 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 role meant to him and uh, how they hope to honor him in this film. Uh, obviously, the, the black Twitter and black Facebook is torn <laughs> because they're torn between they're torn between recast and why they didn't recast him for this film. And, and bottom line it made sense that they didn't recast him for this film. It would have been insensitive because mm-hmm. in the time that uh, they were going to start filming, Chadwick was actually conditioning himself to be trained. You know, he had to get into training. So what you got to understand for people that's listening out there, movies work a little differently. They have to train physically they also spoke a totally different language, which was, which was Kosa. So he had to learn. And he was already, from what I understand, he was learning that on the spot and was catching it. Physically training, learning the script, the whole nine. Then he unfortunately passes away. Right in the window where you're starting to train for the film, which means... They would have had to do auditions, screen test, train the person because you just can't grab anybody off the street to train them how to fight. You can't just grab anybody off the street to learn Kosa. You just can't grab anybody and deal with. You got to read between the lines. They said this was the end of T'Challa in the 616 universe, and we are actually in the middle of the multiverse saga. So trust and believe. That at some point, it's not going to be Chadwick's T'Challa, but 
we may get one from a different universe, and that's okay. One way or the other. I prefer that they didn't recast them. I would have loved they recast the character. No, but those are big shoes to fill. That's my spiel, you know? Mm-hmm. And and I'm okay with that. I would have I'm I'm better off with them giving me this film and paying homage to them and paying honor to them and doing this the right way. Because you figure the cast are still grieving. It's been two years and the cast is still grieving. A lot of us are. So mm-hmm. just think about it. It's, it's, it's kind of the smart move for them to make. It's okay. They don't have to do this right now. They It gives them time. So, but that's my spiel on that. Uh, other than that, in Angela Bassett uh, giving that powerful well, three or four line speech in the trailer, which which a freaking tearjerker at best. You know, it's just like but Angela Bassett is an actor. She's not here to play. So, um, but yeah, it was a lot to go into. And I already have the re- my react to it, but I'll be doing a review on the trailer and a breakdown of what's been on what's what we've seen so far in the trailer. And I I may give theories on it. I may not. You'll have to watch. You'll you'll have to hit that notification bell on the YouTube channel to find out. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so I appreciate Nasi telling us that these were one of the characters that he really followed and he fell in love with next to Spider-Man. And I can imagine why Spider-Man, because not only is he a science geek, but um, he deals with the struggles that a lot of, a lot of people deal with mm-hmm. the everyday, you know, he's an orphan. He's trying to help his, he's trying to help his aunt make money trying to help pay rent he's trying to keep a job doesn't know how to talk to girls the whole nine it's it's any anybody black white brown purple yellow any any guy or girl can see themselves in that in that role mm-hmm. and 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 i think that's what that's something that because that's also one of my favorite characters is him in black panther Cap is another one because Cap is one who literally stands for what the country should be, not what it is. Like, he's even gone against the grain and said, yeah, you guys don't, like the government, he's gone against the government and he said, like, you guys do not stand for the people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he said, I mean, that's a good good take on it because, you know, always looked at him in parallel with the ideals of you know uh, of what we see as America. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he did break the mold on, on a couple of a couple of things. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I appreciate it. X-Men is another one, which is which is another book I got because who else, what other group of people know about being ostracized or cast aside than immigrants and people of color? Mm-hmm. We know that feeling. We know what that's like. We know what it's like to be hated for absolutely no reason other than fear. <laughs> and and Charles and Xavier are the antithesis of uh, Malcolm and, and uh, Martin. <laughs> they 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 exude that. Mm-hmm. So back to Kim Fest. You also have a Kickstarter. Yes. So I don't have the link for the Kickstarter. However, I do have your IG. So if you want to support this Kickstarter, and I'm going to pull up the the uh, uh, Kickstarter uh, picture as well. If you want to support this man's Kickstarter, and I see gifted, go to his IG page. He has a link tree. And it, in that link will be the Kickstarter that's currently live. When does it end? Uh, it ends uh, August 11th. August 11th. So, so you August got time, people. You got time to go out there and put some change on this man's name. And I mean that in two different ways. 
You can help change this man's future to help others be changed, and you can put some change in his pockets. I don't care how you look at it. You'll be helping some people out. <laughs> Definitely. So, yeah, it, this is... I still love that that tagline, bringing Wakanda to new work. It's so dope. <laughs> but you want to go and check this brother out. He's he's doing really good work. He's really bringing forth uh, something for the community. He's giving back to the community. I love that you instilled in your son all the other our heroes and then mm. turned around and say, okay, he can name these, these, and these, but he doesn't, he can't name and I can't he can't name black superheroes at the time. At the yeah. time. Uh and I've seen that conversation as well. I've seen that conversation unfold in a lot of different circles where they say, How many black characters you can name? And I'm like, you'd be surprised, there's more than you think. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just about what the media shows you. I will say that um, there are more people now who know John Stewart, the Green Lantern, than they do Hal Jordan, which is funny to me. Yeah. <laughs> thanks to thanks to the Justice League cartoon. They know Jay, they know John Stewart before they know Hal Jordan. Oh, yeah, that, that was McDuffie. That was, that was all McDuffie. Oh, man. McDuffie. Let's talk about Milestone for a second. <laughs> mm-hmm. The people who really changed the game was Milestone Media. They gave us static. They gave us hardware. They gave us Blood Syndicate. They gave us Rocket. and They gave us Icon and Rocket. Mm-hmm. And you can still go get these things. Now, they talked about issues that generally people are scared to to confront in comics or won't talk about and which with you're doing with when you told me about pb soldier it's doing the same thing talking about your past and your present and how you can change your future you know and i see those parallels you know in those books as well from milestone mm-hmm. media Oh no, they, they were definitely ahead of their time, you know, with, uh, with content, character design. You know, uh, they went away from the tropes and the stereotypes that, uh, you know, most of you know the big two or the big three were uh, doing with their particular characters. Because, as you know, and you know, besides Black Panther, you know, most of the you know black characters or characters of color either had some dark, dark past or whatever um, or you know just just fit some some stereotype that you know that everyone pretty much assume uh, when, when it comes to you know uh, black culture and um, mm-hmm. you know what, what it means to be black in, in America or in, in the world just say in the world like, right you know it's part of the African diaspora now you're also a two-time Glyph Comic Awards winner and Urban Action Showcase nominee. Yes. What does that feel like when you when you were in that circle to be recognized for that type of work and say, "Is this is that when you were like I'm really really making a difference?" Is that was that what it kicked in? Uh, no. I mean, I, I was just humbled and uh, I was humbled and honored. That, that was the first thing, uh, and I always. I'm so hard on myself, I would say. Uh, I, just, <laughs> I, I understood the moment, but I just still felt like I got a lot of work to do. You know, um, I'm not I'm not satisfied until you know uh, I, I can. You know, people will know who PB Soldier is, uh, know the brand of PBS Media. You know, um, we'll be talking about Kimfest like we talk about Comic Con. You know, those type of things, um, and. I mean, and that's what I'm striving for. That's that's that's, that's the goal. That's the goal. Because um, we're looking to impact so many lives, you know, with what we're doing, um, and just being trying to be as powerful uh, and using that tool to uh, be able to do that. That's what's dope. That's what's dope. Um, 
you can't really put a price on what it means to be a POC creative mm -hmm. and to be able to give back on top of that. Not only just get something you created out, but to see the feedback from people saying, man, I really needed to see that. I, I needed to read that story. I'm glad I read that story because it reminded me of blase, 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 you know, and we don't see it enough. We're seeing mm -hmm. it more often. Let's put it that way. We're seeing it more often than we did three, four or five years ago. That's correct. Let's put, that's that, let's correct. put it that way because we're out there. We have the Jason Michael Primrose's with his 2050 Z book and, and, and we have, you know, Oliver Banks and his arts, and we have always press record. They're doing their thing, working with Hellspawn. We got head nerds in charge doing their thing with the with the con circuit and just giving back, you know, their tagline proliferation of, of black people in something in media, something in media, mainstream media, in mainstream media. He'll get me later. <laughs> you know, I mean, well, um, what is next for you? Uh, next for us um, on the um, comic side, we're, we're moving into animation. So we're mm -hmm. changing our project into animation. Uh, and on the Kempfest side, we're just continuously looking to grow the platform. Um, you know, we, we want to be able to showcase uh, Black creators like, you know, um, like no other, and and be able to just make sure that the now generation meets that next generation of creators. You know, we want to inspire those individuals, those young people, those adults who didn't know that. Oh man, I'm spending all this time on video game, but now I can actually to be able to create video game. Uh, same thing with animation and everything. So we get to move from being consumers to producers and creators. I dig it. <laughs> that sounded so cliche just did <laughs> but I, 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 I seriously do I love what you're bringing to the table um, I can't thank you enough because it makes me feel good knowing that there are people out there like yourself who are trying to make that kind of change in, in other people's lives and saying hey we exist we're here this is the platform and what's even better is the fact that I'm I'm still kind of I'm still driven over the fact that you have a function, a convention, where people can beta test a game they designed. I have not heard that anywhere. You might be able to play some games, but if you are generally in the basement or in your room designing your own game and here's a function here's a place where you can actually bring that to the table and say i want i want people to beta test I, you know i mean and, not, and that's not, what we encourage we encourage people to do that you know um because i mean with, with everything the, the main thing that you want is that feedback you want that feedback because we want your product to get better we want you to be able to you know pitch it to the to the big waves and, and Get that and massive following and everything, but of course you definitely need a test market, you know, with regards to, you know, your product and, and how it how it meets that meets the mm -hmm. needs of the individuals who are going to be using it. And see, what's beautiful about it is you're not only building game developers, you're building entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. Because it's it they're all, they all feed into the same funnel. Mm -hmm. You know, there's you know, so you're allowing them to. You know, they might see just one leg of it. I'm like, yeah, but you can really branch this out into some other stuff. And you never know. You never know. This person not only will be a game developer, but then they can become the entrepreneur. That characters or character that they have for that game could possibly be in a comic book. So now you're building artists and writers. So it, everything works hand in hand. And that's that's the beauty of it. And I don't think a lot of people understand just how important that truly is. Like 
they don't really understand how important it is to be a blurred <laughs> for that matter mm -hmm. uh, and how it is to have a gift and actually use it and and for that my guy i gotta get to you again <laughs> So, um, no, I mean, you know, platforms like this, it, it helps us because it comes to outlet to be able to get the word out and, and let more people um, understand and know, you know, know, uh, join it, being able to join a movement. You know what I'm saying? This is a right. That's what I, that's what I can dig about it. <coughs> so, before we wrap up. Anything else you want to talk about? Talk about. Uh, yes. So the last thing with um, bringing Wakanda to Newark, uh, we have a Wakanda ball. We have a Wakanda ball on August 20th um, in the Future is Black, um, our Futurism Art and Tech Gallery space uh, in Newark, New Jersey. Here we go. So that, there you go. Right there we go. There we go there right we go. there. Uh, right around the corner, are, people. Uh, yep. Tickets are available now. Um, it actually if you put Wakanda in York, it'll come right up on the deck right um, as far as the link, but the link is also at um, on our Instagram page on the link tree where it says uh you know Wakanda in York Ball. There, there it is. So because you can check him out, Kim Fest. That's the IG. Wakanda and Newark Ball. Now, one thing I'm gonna tell you people, and I know if you're listening and you're watching, you know one thing we know how to do is we know how to show up, we know how to show out. Mm -hmm. Yep, and that's what we want and, you to do. Come with your royal attire. <laughs> royal attire. You already said it, right there. And you know what? This this is the year to do it, people. You got the you got the Wakanda ball in Newark, New Jersey. You got the Woman King dropping in September. Oh yeah. You got you got Wakanda Forever dropping in November. Wait, um, I just want to pause on that for a second. Did you see the Woman King trailer? Yes, so, I did. I did a oh, reactive man, that, that one. Oh man, that thing was so powerful, right? I should <laughs> go check it out. It's on my YouTube channel. Oh yes, I, definitely. I, I can't wait for you that movie to drop. Gotta see, gotta see. Yes, the homie tribe. You have no idea. <laughs> and the first time we actually seen it was in Lovecraft Country. Hmm. Now, it was an episode in the Lovecraft Country called, and the episode was called "I Am," and one of the one of the scenes was uh, the main character. She was going through different time periods, and one of those periods was being in the, the homie tribe, actually being a warrior, and kind of stand learning how to fight and stand up for herself, and just seeing that trailer alone. Ooh. Oh yeah, it was definitely powerful. Um, I, I can't wait to that film. Oh my God. Front row. <laughs> I've never wanted September and November to be here so bad in my life. <laughs> oh my God. Uh Nasee gifted, brother. I want to thank you once again for coming on. Go check him out. Go to the go to his IG page. You'll, you'll see uh the link for the Wakanda ball. You'll see the link for the Kickstarter. You'll see the link for when Kim Fest is kicking off. You got a busy year, brother. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, I, and I go back to school next month. So. See? <laughs> but it's all, it all pays off to something positive and well-meaning and is going to be giving back to the community. And the way that works is it gives not only does it give back to the community, the community gives back to you. And then it just keeps going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. It just which is why Kim Fest is in this what eight year, eight, eight year. So this is a good thing. This is a good thing. So but man, man, I've man Nasid gifted, you need to check him out. You need to show him some love. You need to show him your funds so he can make this thing bigger, better, and badder and blacker. <laughs> Definitely. But I want to thank you for coming on, man. I want to <laughs> thank you, thank you for having me, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I try to, I try to really help people like yourself get out there and see it and like, cause 
we're ready to receive it. I can't tell you how bad we need it. If if 2018 showed us anything, is we know how to show up, show up. Like, oh yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> and for those who are listening and watching, yes, the attire for November 11th will be white. Um, mm. If you do not have white, then let it be of one royal color, one solid royal color. Come in your Africa diaspora. If you're a POC, of course, we don't we don't want any uh, mixes along. <laughs> we don't we don't need that. But show your respects, you know. Uh, come in your silk linens if you if you want the, your white silk linens, <laughs> like you at the beach. Uh, but we're here to show up and show out. Uh, I want to thank my guest, the C Gifted man. This was a dope conversation, a dope platform. I I have to make I got to put a block somewhere now where I can make it to one of these things. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if I, I if I drove to Detroit, Michigan for uh, Motor City uh, Black Age of Comics, I think you can make it out there. Because <laughs> I passed by oh. to get there. Yeah, yeah, right. So I'm like, I'm like, where's this? Hmm. I've done a trip similar to this before. I I, I think I got it in me. But uh, <laughs> but man, I want to thank you again. Uh, it's such a dope platform you got. I love the message that you have for it. Uh, check this brother out. Check out his check out Kimfest on IG. Check out the link tree in the bio. It'll tell you all the areas that he's all the things he's got going on, including his Kickstarter. Show your love. Show your support. Uh, but tune in next Tuesday, eight thirty p.m. Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. As me and the gang are talking about something geeky, you'll have to tune in to find out. Uh, and then tune next Thursday at 9 p.m. next Thursday with my other co-host, Tracy Conner, as we talk about something geeky. Um, but until then, like I do with every show, remember to educate yourself and others, entertain yourself and others, and most of all, encourage yourself and others. I'm your man, Chris Fury, the man on the wall. Along with my special guest and see gifted of Kim Fest, the founder of Kim Fest. Such a dope platform. Show you love. But until next time, I'll see y'all with the next mission. I'm out.